Hi everyone. Welcome to the episode 4 of MOV Leaders, a podcast where we celebrate women leaders. As usual, we will remember a women trailblazer before introducing our guest. Today we are going to talk about Whitney Wolfhard, the CEO of Bumble. As you all know, they went IPO very recently. She is a 31 year old billionaire now. But how many of you know she was the co-founder of Tinder? after being sexually harassed and ripped off from her co-founder title she sued tinder and got over 1 million stock as part of the settlement and later she founded bumble a dating site where women will make the first move but this idea was heavily criticized and many were not in favor of this thing but guess what now bumble is having over 100 billion subscribers and she boldly went into ipo path now she is one of the youngest billionaire that too as a women leader she faced lot of harassment resistance biases and many more but she weaved her own successful path today we are going to meet one such great professional whom i know personally who took calculated smart risk and invested her career in startup like freshworks and she is having a great career trajectory now she is the director marketing for freshworks customer director marketing for freshworks welcoming sshri to the show hi sindhya hi sshri welcome to the show thank you for sparing your time for us you were having donning lot of hats in your professional career i have seen you uh, right from various roles across different companies and that too uh, you have a great career trajectory in startup so we are very excited to know about your journey from your side uh, first of all thank you for having me on the series it's a pleasure being there and it's uh, it's fun to be talking to you on this uh, episode so thank you for having me uh, on the show thanks a lot my pleasure so uh, let us hear about your journey as history sure i think uh, i mean i'll i'll maybe just give an overview of how it all started right so i i was uh, an engineering professional got into a software coding and support uh, job at uh, cognizant so i did it for almost uh, one and a half years i think all of us would have done it at some point or the other we were an engineer and i think uh, you know one year into the role i sort of realized that this is something that i'm not enjoying and i knew that uh, i wanted to do something else uh, but it it isn't easy like you know in a large setup let's say like a cognizant or tcs where things are extremely defined and you you know exactly what you need to be doing and you do it for a repeated number of times uh, but i did try uh, give it a shot uh, was relentless while doing my uh, you know current role at that point i was always passionate about analytics as a space and it was sort of the you know rising space at that point in time and of course even now so i somehow wanted to you know get get a breakthrough and move into the analytics space within cognizant so i managed to sort of do a lot of uh, free assignments for a lot of managers reached out to multiple people and you know volunteered to work on something even without being part of the team so finally was successful to move into an analytics role so i think that's how uh, my whole journey started at least you know broke off from the regular software uh, job that i wasn't interested in back then and i think a, a year and a half through that uh, i sort of figured that you know a management degree could sort of help me um, you know hone my skills better and make me uh, you know or accelerate rather my trajectory towards uh, you know better roles 
so i went on to do my mba in indian school of business uh, post which i joined uh, you know that's where sort of my startup uh, stint kind of started so joined this company called capillary technologies uh, they're a retail uh, point of sales uh, software uh, and uh, they're they they're a saas product as well so that's where my saas stint and my startup stint sort of started so i was doing more uh, bd and analytics consulting at that firm and was there for a brief bit then um, you know i thought i had to go in depth into analytics so i went on to working at ebay um, you know specifically for their subsidiary uh, called stubhub which is an american entity so i was doing a lot of um, you know seller and buyer analytics for uh, ebay and stubhub and then uh, you know that's when sort of fresh works happened uh, and then i took that leap and you know wanted to be in a, a true saas a product company and it was uh, you know there was a lot of uh, buzz around it already in terms of how well they're doing in chennai so that's when i moved into freshworks and there was no looking back after that so i was an avid switcher before freshworks uh, but now i think you know so it's been over 5 years and uh, it's it's been a great uh, journey here at freshworks and done multiple roles joined in as part of the ceo's office and taking up org level initiatives for instance the whole rebranding project or you know when we had to do a, a large level pricing change across for one of our biggest products and uh, you know setting up customer success as a function and helping the leader scale and then moving full time into customer success i think through the journey i sort of realized that i'm completely you know if there's one thing that i enjoy i think it's uh, seeing customers happy so that's sort of what has defined my uh, you know career trajectory or any role that i've taken up so that's why the you know whole move of customer success and you know that's when we realized there was a need for marketing for existing customers and then customer marketing happened so that's like a journey in short that's a, a great journey uh, you know we anybody can dream of so um, i always um, um, admire you uh, for taking that right move uh, to invest your career uh, in startup that to right from cognizant ebay kind of companies when you worked uh, you chose to come to your startup and try your uh, you know best so that you know that you can have your own you um, know if you do well and the company do well obviously you will have a great career path but there is a lot of risk element also towards it so how do you see this uh, you know someone taking a chance in startup what is your view on that and how it is going to help their uh, career path see i think uh, like i said uh, i mean i think there is uh, no one better than the other enterprise company has its own benefits to offer and a startup has its own benefits to offer personally i am more because i've tried both uh, i'm more inclined to that so i think first thing is unless you try you wouldn't know uh, so had i been there doing the same thing i would never even experience what it is like to work at a startup Mm-hmm. so even when i was at capillary um, you know before freshworks and obviously at freshworks as well i think uh, the one thing that's uh, completely different is about executing in ambiguity so when you are at an enterprise company you literally have clarity of what you have to deliver every hour you yeah. exactly know you know and then you don't do new things every day you get a depth or skill into the same thing that you do over a period of time versus i think uh, again it's it's a personal preference of how somebody would want to work but i think in a startup 
you know both of us are aware i think goals keep changing every now and then and if it's a fast growing company then of course the goals change and uh, so do the goals for people in the company change so i think uh, executing in ambiguity and i think that gives an opportunity for you to be exposed to a lot of things in the same period of time versus being in an enterprise company where things do happen in a very structured manner so for instance you know the kind of visibility that we get even if we are not directly involved in doing something and the kind of information and learning we are exposed to i think is just at a very different level when you look at it uh, you know in a startup so i think if you are someone who enjoys uh, always looking out for change always up for uh, and i know you you are also someone like that so i think as long as you know you enjoy being in ambiguity you enjoy taking on more and you know like you said you take up calculated risks throughout the work that you do here as well so that way i feel uh, there are a lot more benefits of being in a startup one is uh, in a short period of time you get to learn a lot more things uh, and the best part is once you get yourself exposed to a lot of different things you also figure out which area of interest you know is personally uh, is about playing to your strengths right and you can choose to go deep into that so for instance i think because i've done you know so many shorter projects i've been exposed to so many things i sort of realized that you know customer is the thing for me cx is what i'm most interested in so i think that way it gives you a unique opportunity to expose and try and test different things to learn what you love uh, you know and then do that i completely agree with you my um, if i have to share my uh, thoughts on this for me it is slightly different even uh, in big companies like reddington uh, you know uh, for me the function i always start will be like a startup within that company <laughs> so, um, the function will be completely new and nobody will be aware of it and um, i always enjoy that's why in freshworks also i picked up isv marketing which is completely a new thing uh, so always building something from the scratch is all many of us enjoy i guess especially uh, women are known for that right we try to build things we try to uh, nurture things we try to live in ambiguity and even be happy and we'll try to nurture everybody that's why i see even you like uh, keeping customers happy and your uh, you know towards customer experience Uh, i i this is my opinion though uh, but um, slightly driving the conversation towards uh, last time when i met nivedita we specifically discussed about uh, women challenges or opportunities in tech workplace uh, meeting you i wanted to steer this discussion more towards the opportunities and the culture um, the benefit women are having in startups uh, how do you see uh, women in startups uh, essentially so i think see couple of points that you already mentioned right one is i think uh, genetically we are made to live in ambiguity and uh, sort of simplify complex things if i may put it that way right be it in uh, uh, regular life or whatever like it's not only about the work that we do at office so i think we are sort of more experienced that way to one multitask correct uh, to also simplify things for ourselves and uh, for people around us so i think that way uh, you know it gives women a unique uh, you know rather they can play to that strength of theirs and startups require exactly that right you've got to absorb what's going on and really uh, you know be agile to make changes and one you adapt to it 
and at the same time if you are in a leadership role then how do you drive your team members so they get what's happening at the same time you are not you know uh, driving them away from focusing on their work right so i think that way uh, the fact that genetically we you know we are sort of more trained to multitask and the fact that we always are known for simplifying complex things that gives i think uh, women especially more so in leadership roles at startups to uh, play to their strengths and you know always be great leaders so that's that's something that i think uh, you know how uh, women play a great role in startups and i think uh, even in terms of the point that you said where nurturing people is always something that you know women love doing and i think at a startup it's extremely important for uh, you know just like the points that i mentioned i mean when i joined in i really didn't know where i'll end up right like i was doing a whole lot of things but thankfully with all the bosses and mentors that i had they gave me the space to experiment and try and test multiple things before i could realize that i'm good at something correct so i think uh, you know with women all the more empowering team members uh, you know becomes much more easier and giving them that space to you know uh, figure out what their strengths are and uh, you know giving them that room i think women are better equipped to do that to uh, usually so that's where i see i think three areas where uh, women specifically in leadership roles are uh, you know always great at startups yes you are absolutely right uh, i i also always think in a startup culture you know fast we can adapt and diversity can play uh, you know better role in startups than we infuse that in traditional companies but to my shock i read a report where uh, it says only 22% of uh, female workforce are there in startups which was a shocker to me because um, i always think that compared to traditional companies startups can uh, adapt fast and they can uh, even you know better encourage diversity but why do you think that the numbers are not so great uh, if the diversity in startup uh, especially according to you see i think now gone are the days where uh, you know people are not preferring to hire women i think every company is trying to see how they uh, increase diversity and in fact uh, you know within our own team i i know we have more women than men so i think uh, pretty much that's the scenario but i feel the problem is also in terms of uh, you know creating awareness among women to help them understand what working at a startup is like and how uh, you know it helps them play to their strengths and how they can be great at doing something like that so i think in most cases it is about them taking that leap and trying it out and sort of being there and uh, you know understanding uh, you know themselves that they are great at it so i feel like maybe you know larger initiatives to drive awareness among women itself and one of them is maybe something like what you're doing now where people do understand that it is uh, you know maybe they have their own inhibitions about startups or how work may be hectic and you know maybe they don't have a great work life balance and so on so i think these days it's uh, at least in most cases not more about the companies but it's more about women coming into you know uh, take up such opportunities itself so that's that's where i feel maybe more awareness can uh, you know help increase those numbers at a global level i'm sure this and i don't i don't uh, yeah go on go on. i don't disagree with 
the fact that see i i am generalizing it here but yeah they, there may be companies who are uh, you know with with whatever inhibitions they have about women maybe they're not giving them enough opportunity that may be the case but you know most cases i do see that a lot of companies are taking an effort to increase their you know diversity rates so for instance uh you know even in larger companies and i'm talking about like great mncs right i've heard of uh, cases where like on site opportunities generally people prefer men men to go there because you know it's it's easy for them to manage and uh, so there there've been all these small small things that sort of happen across uh, but i think in startups at least in today's day and age i do see that companies are uh, you know making it a point to get more women into the ecosystem i i agree with you ashish in fact uh, you mentioned right in our own company uh, they are taking lot of initiatives for that i i keep mentioning lot of good and great initiatives by freshworks to promote diversity and as you rightly said at least in our growth and marketing organization i see uh, there's equal um, you know participation already and slightly better uh, even if i wanted to call out um, you have seen freshworks right from the startup to scale up stage uh, right accessory um, this is something i actually really wanted to personally ask someone who has seen the journey of freshworks i always always admire freshworks how seriously they are taking women diversity leadership role at each team manager level everything but when they were startup how was it from the right from the beginning this thinking of diversity was there or it's a recent one see from when i have joined in i have always been around very very passionate ambitious driven people at freshworks so i mean i still remember some of the uh, you know faint memories that i have i like two instances right so uh, there was someone in our hr team uh you know who's who's been a long timer and uh, she was pregnant and uh, she came to office till the last day literally she was there till 8 pm in the night and the next morning she went to the hospital right and uh, all of us kept asking her why don't you just sit at home right but the one point that she said that she felt much safer with all the people around and uh, she really didn't need, see the need to sit at home with just one person at home and she said here i have a whole army right yeah. so i think uh, that's what that's one of the memories and that's when it struck me that you know i mean all the earlier perceptions that i had about oh you know is career going to take a halt if you plan a family and like a lot of those things changed for me when i saw her and uh, you know yet another uh, product manager spriti she was there with us still a long time right so i think again there she conceived came back had a baby came back and got promoted immediately after coming back she actually launched a product sitting at home so wow. i think uh, you know it was always these kind of things that happened uh, you know especially at uh, freshworks so i think in in the company pretty much there was not even a need to sort of bring out aspects like diversity and so on because it was by default inclusive yeah. right so and uh, you know it, it was always something like that there was uh, really no uh, you know uh, like bias or anything around uh, women in fact that thought never came because everybody were treated the same so i i could uh, you know i have i'm repeating maybe this uh, i was able to relate the story because uh, i um, was working till the last day of my uh, delivery 
the same story that I left uh, from office and directly got admitted in hospital. Uh, same way everybody will be so caring in my previous organization and they used to ask me to go and take uh, off. But I always say that uh, I feel very safe here, comfortable here. Uh, and I'm not at least getting the fear of going to deliver a baby or nothing. I'm not even thinking about it. I'm feeling like a family. So I wanted to be in office. This this is a safe place for me. I also uh, you know, say that. So yeah, workplace culture plays a major role. I completely agree with you, Essashree, on that. Um, Essashree, uh, one more uh, point you mentioned, right? Uh, women in startups. Uh, you know, or anybody in startup, uh, if if it clicks, you will hit the leadership position first. But I, I have a question to you. Uh, have you personally noticed since you have um, experimented uh, your career across enterprise companies as well as in startups, is there any difference in leadership position, um, you know, responsibilities in startup compared to enterprise? I Have you observed any difference? See, I think uh, I would say... Uh, potentially as a leader across responsibilities and the kind of uh, you know ownership that you have to take it's different but it's it's unique in its own way so in an enterprise company i think it's more about uh, like i mentioned earlier about structure and about uh, you know having the processes ensuring that you're providing the right resources to your team and you know making sure that they're well trained at what they do and uh, coach them to keep doing the same thing till they own the skill and become experts at that. And uh, of course, in terms of delivering uh, org level goals, maybe the difference comes in how you break those down in very, very structured manner and literally break it down for exactly what each person has to do to get there. Versus I think in a startup, it is a lot more uh, about emotions as well. I think people invest a lot more time and uh, they have the connect with the company. Mm. So I think as a leader, it's important, like I mentioned earlier, for you to understand whether each of your team members are playing to their strengths. Correct. So the difference is in an enterprise company, you are most of the times hired for what you're always good at versus in a startup, it's a constant journey because the company is also doing everything for the first time. Correct. And hence, Maybe you've done it in a different setup, but you're doing it here for the first time, right? So I think a lot of, uh, you know, in a lot of cases, you're always learning on the job in a startup. So I think there as a leader, you will have to uh, have a lot more room for experimentation and error and trial and test and quickly being agile and giving that space for your team members to, uh, you know, learn on the job, discover what they're good at, and then uh, coach them in the right path so they cannot be black and white uh, you know goal distribution and exactly what you want to ask them to do that kills the creativity and maybe something that they could go extra mile and achieve so that i would feel is the fundamental difference great so um uh, this is a per personal question about you uh, ssri um, in your whole career have you ever experienced uh, any gender bias or stereotyping or have you seen any of your close colleagues or friends going through that see i think uh, personally not so much uh, touch wood i think personally not so much like i said yeah maybe like you know very early on like i said um, there were specific cases where uh, i could have been chosen for an international stint 
mm. but it did not uh, happen maybe because you know it was more complex to because it was um, uh, an area where you know you'll had to stay alone and the company was worried that it shouldn't be you know somebody was a girl so yeah obviously that that sort of made me feel bad right that was uh, i mean i was ready to take it up i was ready to you know take that risk and go but it didn't happen for uh, whatever reason so i think yeah couple of times here and there and i think uh, the one thing that i have seen at least in my uh, previous stints it's frame fresh works it's very different but i think like excluding from social gatherings right usually what happens is uh, sort of you know outside of work uh, men prefer to be on their own and like they they i've seen it in a few cases where maybe you know it's not like they don't want you to be part of it but maybe by default they assume that you don't want enjoy such things and they keep you aside right so those i mean those are some small things of course have i heard of people uh, experiencing something yes uh, a lot of them i'm privy to where you know it comes about like who gets promoted first if it's the same role and if it's a woman and a man and i've i've heard it from friends across uh, different companies so it does exist and i am not saying that it doesn't exist because every day we are hearing you know something or the other on these lines so it does exist uh, but yeah i think in my case it has been uh, very less one i of, won't say that but less yeah, one of the reason uh, could be as you rightly said uh, the startup culture uh, you know fast adaptive culture usually Uh, the new age technology companies are understanding the uh, need of inclusion diversity and they know um, having equal men and women in the workforce actually increase the productivity that's the reason uh, the 22% was still a shocker to me but i am still assuming that um, this will change uh, and we will have a better future because freshworks themselves is an example for that so what is your vision uh, for women in startup accessory uh, i think see first thing is uh, like i mentioned right they are very well suited for leadership roles in startups there's no doubt about that uh, but i think the journey is pretty much the same whether it's a man or a woman right so the vision obviously is to uh, you know wear larger hats take larger responsibility and sort of um, own a big part of what the company is responsible for doing and so on but i think the journey that it takes to get there is same whether it is uh, you know a male or a female I, i don't see a lot of difference i feel fundamentally you know when you are in a startup i think uh, it's extremely important to have the right mentor if your boss is your mentor then you are extremely lucky uh, but even otherwise i think it's extremely uh, important to have a boss who empowers women and who you know strongly Uh, sort of at least you know the, it's not about giving more opportunity it's just about giving equal opportunity yeah. and you know crediting them for what uh, they are, they truly deserve so i think one is finding a mentor who will really uh, guide you and uh, you know ensure that you're taking the right path and you're doing the right things second is i think uh, delegating as much as possible so i still remember in one of my first uh, you know manager roles at capillary Three months into the job, so I had an eight-member team, and all of them were smart, uh, you know, analysts and IIT grads, and 
they i mean hardly like it took me 15 days to explain what they had to do and they were doing a great job and like clients were happy everything was going well then i just went to my boss and asked him hey what is my job like i haven't done a single analysis in the last 6 months everybody is doing everything well so what is it that i'm really doing right so that's when he sort of explained to me that as you grow if the quicker you delegate the quicker you free yourself up and ensure that you empower the team and they do it the faster you grow sure. and of of course keeping in mind that you are also learning uh, you know what is needed to be done and at any point in time you should be able to take up somebody in your team's job and do it yourself correct that's when you know the true growth comes instead of just jumping roles so i think delegation is the second aspect find a mentor and then ensure that as quickly as possible you're sharing your learning and you're delegating so you free yourself up and i think third most important thing is ask for more i think a lot of people uh, i mean earlier again it was the case with me also where i would shy away from really going and uh, asking for what i want like in that scenario where i said i wanted to be considered for the international stint had i maybe asked i would have got it right got so but i think so i think uh, like speaking up and asking and you know expressing your opinion firmly i think that uh, matters so yeah i think these three things pretty much like i would say uh, these will definitely help accelerating growth to a leadership role be it a man or a woman in a startup that's a great uh, insight ashish you are very uh, you have put it nicely in the end right you sometimes you need to uh, express what you want Uh, you cannot expect everybody is listening to you or understanding you or they know what you want and you will not uh, you should not feel bad that you know your your, your needs are not addressed when you are not expressing it rightly i'm completely in agreement with you on that uh, part um, something i'm more fascinated about your role uh, is customer marketing is a very unique i think right it's very different from other marketing and uh, it's completely a different uh, ball game uh, so how is it different and how this journey because i know you are the one who built this function from the scratch so uh, how do you see this uh, um, vertical in marketing and what is your view on this essentially i think like you rightly said yes it is very different from other marketing typically if you think about marketing everybody is always focusing about getting in new customers increasing brand awareness you do these large campaigns and you know you attract more customers you increase awareness for your brand but i think uh, everybody has been talking about you know getting in new customers is fine but what really happens after they become a customer and today uh, with this especially in the whole startup ecosystem and basically in, uh, you know more so in the subscription world retention is the key to success and profitability right so i think that is where sort of the need comes in for you to take care of your existing customers right. so while marketing may be like the outer word i look at it as customer engagement so you need not market to an existing customer right so you drive you drive uh, adoption programs to ensure that they're getting the most out of the product that they're already using uh, and uh, you know you you see that they're happy with what they're using and sort of convert them into advocates and that will automatically seed uh, you know your growth aspect into the whole uh, equation where somebody is using uh, something and they already like it either they're likely to refer you to somebody else or they're likely to help you close another deal or they're likely to buy 
more from you if you offer more products or more services so i think uh, the way the whole customer marketing uh, piece is very different from the other you know the usual marketing that we do for prospects is it's more about uh, engagement and communicating to them how they can make better use of the products that they already have versus this whole uh, you know top of the funnel content where you still keep talking about how you are better than your competitors so Correct. here's someone who's already using your product understanding you know what their needs are how do you make them successful over and above your product in that specific domain i think it's a lot more uh, uh, i would say it's not something that a marketing team can do in a silo by themselves it involves more of collaboration with customer facing teams such as account management and customer success and really enabling them uh, to use the sort of collateral you built or you know the marketing programs that you have and really help them uh, drive that so i think it's a lot more personal and lot more uh, one on one uh, compared to a lot of other marketing activities that we do on the prospect side As and you if done right i think uh, you know pretty much we all know that net expansion rate for a saas company is everything mm. so really done right uh, you're literally spending zero and you start to see this you know huge growth engine set up for you as a company i completely agree with you in fact um, you know more than retention turning them to your advocates right it's very um, tough job uh you know i have seen uh, freshworks coming up with lot of testimonials and you are um, you know your team is making an amazing uh revolution i would call it as because lot of customer case studies world class uh, testimonials we see many more um so kudos to your team especially uh, i am personally looking forward to learn and work with you more on that space because from partner marketing even i am more keen on uh, uh, in a customer success uh, we also wanted to contribute and i know how important this function is um before um wrapping up the uh, session it was really insightful to have a lighter side of yours a couple of rapid fire questions for you essentially okay. <laughs> so one thing you loved doing in the lockdown uh not having to dress up or rather having my own <laughs> not having my own time to get ready <laughs> so you can get started with work literally just <laughs> you know with a coffee and get started like work at all times so yeah so that's good uh, good thing to know many of us don't uh, think about like what to wear for offices i i on other side um, maybe i wanted to go back to office so i didn't enjoy doing that but anyway uh, good to hear that from your side uh, so um one, given a choice one historic personality you can meet means meet over a coffee so who will be that historic personality mm, i wouldn't say historic but uh, maybe somebody who is living today probably indra noi someone who i uh, you know really admire Yeah. I, that combines my next question because i was about to ask that women leader who you look up to um in this field uh so okay um okay i'll ask a different uh, question then the one hobby you wanted to spend more time on it what would be that okay so i am uh, passionate about beauty and fashion so i have my own blog uh, oh, i think yeah <laughs> 
have time to you know i have free time time probably spend time on that that that's an interesting thing to know especially i never know that uh, you are so interested in fashion and this thing surely i will uh, subscribe to that blog and uh, see for sure you know offline i'll get the link from you um, <laughs> on the final question um, how did you enjoyed uh, mov leaders if you wanted to rate the uh, show you would have already seen couple of episodes uh, which got aired already how will you rate between 1 to 5 5 <laughs> <laughs> that's so sweet <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's it's a great uh, it's a great initiative see often times i think uh, like people think podcasts are all about you know talking to uh, somebody who are like leaders at large uh, companies and you know really talking to somebody at very high positions i think pretty much like if you realize all of us learn more from people around us Uh, than people who we cannot really relate ourselves to or you know somebody who's completely uh, you know ahead in the game so i think it's it's nice to just have conversations with people like us and hear from them and how they are thinking about things so yeah that's why <laughs> thank you thank you sashri once again for coming into the show uh, we really enjoyed i'm sure the audience will also enjoy the insights uh, the same um, the same episode will be available on all your podcast streaming platforms too till i meet you all next week with one another exciting guest this is sindhya balasing signing off from all of you thank you thank you sashri once again thank you sindhya bye bye